today's Leading Women episode 143. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Aditi Kapoor. Aditi Kapoor is the founder of DeliveryChef.India, one of India's leading e-commerce websites that lets Indians order food for delivery from their neighborhood restaurants. Living abroad and having gone to school in New York City, Aditi was accustomed to the ease and convenience of technology. Hence, she decided to give her own city a little makeover with the launch of Delivery Chef in 2010. Since then, it has been growing rapidly and is now tied to approximately 700 eateries for delivery. Women of the world, Miss Aditi Kapoor, welcome to the show. Thank you, Marie, and thank you for the great introduction. Thank you, too, and we are excited to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are excited to hear from you and your story as well. So, Aditi, I really like what you are doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So, here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind the niche? Sure. So, you know, I am one of those people that believes if you want to start something, there's no better time than starting now. There's always, you know, a lot of people think that we'll start, we'll research, we'll do our jobs and side by side, we'll plan our business. But that way it just doesn't work if you know you have you're busy with your day-to-day job and then when you try to spend time to do something else it pulls you away from it and you you can't be 100% focused so I'm one of those people who believes in 100% you know starting up immediately and that's what we did with deliverychef.in I was you know when I decided to do something on my own and something in e-commerce in India I was living in London at the time and I had a job with Morgan Stanley in equity research which I quit and moved back to Mumbai with uh, you know just a simple business idea and then when I came came back to Mumbai I uh, you know realized that uh, ordering food online here would be a great great concept because there was nothing like this in India at the time and there were uh, a lot of new restaurants opening up. Food deliveries were becoming very popular in India. Uh, um, the infrastructure being poor and uh, people wanting good food at their home. Demographic factors with you know both spouses in the family working. It becoming harder to cook. Home deliveries were really catching on. So that's how I thought of starting <coughs> online food ordering with Delivery Chef. Wow, I love what I'm hearing about your business, you know, how it evolved and how it came into existence. And I'm sure our listeners were really 
um, curious to hear that one as well from you. So, but what was that defining moment? You know, what was that moment that prompted you to start a business and made you say, this is my business? So for me, it wasn't one moment. It was actually a bunch of moments and a lot of research that went into it. It wasn't a, you know, instantaneous or on the spot decision. This was something that took time. I came up with one business idea, then wetted it, uh, tried to figure out what the market was like, what the competition for those businesses were like. And then I decided, you know, and then at that point, I realized that business idea, which I was thinking of, wasn't viable. Um, so then I, again, you know, researched to see what demand was like in the market, what was what were problems, what were pain points. What were customers looking for, you know, where, what was an area in which there were a lot of customers, but there was no solution for their problem. And that's when I chanced upon food delivery and thought that it would be a good idea to continue with it. Wow, yeah, there's a big lesson there for our listeners as well, because when you have that idea, you do your research, but then, and then once you find out, find that there is a need for it, there is a need for the solution that we're going to provide, um, like what Adi just, just shared, is to just get started, you know, she found a need for this online delivery in, in India for what she learned when she was in, in, in the United States, and she filled that, that need by providing a solution for it, so the takeaway here for our listeners is that when you have that idea, get it out there, get it started. I love how you, how your business and how that idea came and how you get, just get started with it. So thank you for sharing that. Now, your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry. And that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners. However, they will like to know what was that compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out. So the vision that I had was to make Delivery Chef a one-stop shop for anybody that wants anything to do with food in India. Whether it is ordering food online, whether it is booking tables at restaurants, whether it is sharing recipes or just reviewing food, you know, they can do all of this in one place. We've just made a start with online deliveries at the moment and a little bit of reviews, but we still have a long way to go and over time we want that vision to play out. Wow, I can totally see that vision you have in there to make Delivery Chef a one-stop shop. We're not only delivering food, but other um, as well. So wow, that, what a compelling vision. So for our listeners out there, you know, the takeaway here with with what just Aditi just shared is to have something, have a vision for your business that inspires you, you know, that encourages you or motivates you on a daily basis so that when you have those ups and downs, you know that there is something that will strengthen you, that will keep you moving forward because that's what a vision um, uh, does for us. When you know that there is something that is worth pursuing and encourages you so that you can continue moving forward, that's the essence of having that vision. So thank you for sharing that. Okay. Now, let's uh, talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? So I think there are three qualities that, you know, have really helped me because entrepreneurship is not always a cakewalk. It's not smooth sailing. There are ups and downs through the years. So there have been three, you know, three strengths that have really pulled me through all these years and brought me to where I am today with Delivery Chef. One is passion. You know, that's number one. Passion for doing, you know, passion about, 
being passionate about doing what you're doing being passionate about your idea about your business that passion really drives you it on the toughest of days you know when things aren't going well or when everything seems to be going wrong that passion pulls you through so that's one uh the second is being persuasive uh so don't you know not giving up easily success doesn't come easily when you try to set up a business uh you approach clients everybody may not say yes on the first shot that doesn't mean you should give up on them you know you need to keep trying you need to keep find uh, explaining to them how you could be useful for them being in touch with them never giving up on them so that's you know a second quality and the third quality is building the right team so successful businesses are made by successful teams um without a team you know a business can only accomplish so much but in any situation having the right team can pull you through and can really turn things around wow great uh, qualities and or traits that you've just shared there and the good thing with here is that for our listeners out there listening is that these traits that aditi just shared with us we can cultivate them we can adapt them into our business or in our lives in general so let me share those once once again the first one is having that passion having that drive with the, for your idea with your business because that's what keeps you moving when you are really passionate about what you're doing that keeps you moving forward and the second is to be persuasive and persistent and not giving up on your passion not giving up on your your dream not giving up on this idea not giving up on your business because there are going to be challenges along the way and that's part of being in business but you have to be persistent with it with it and not giving up and when you have those and turning those no's into yeses because there are going to be no's but then after those no's there're going to be yeses as well so be you know and be persistent and not give up on it and the third one is to build a team building a team i mean this is really huge because you like what aditi just shared there's so much that we, there's only much that we can do by ourselves and if we have the right people that would help us expand our business a lot faster as well and easier as well wow thank you for sharing those and on that note let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur you know as entrepreneurs we face daily challenges that define our being and to get through those challenges takes a very special person and our audience wants to know that special person in you so So, what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? So, starting out your right was definitely challenging, you know. Absolutely. There were roadblocks on every way and uh, we had to cross them before we got where we are. Um one of the first challenges that I faced was, you know, starting an e-commerce business. I wasn't uh, I didn't know anything about technology. I hadn't studied technology and I was never interested in technology in school so this was something that was completely new to me and obviously you know with e-commerce technology is a big part of the business so I had to learn technology I had to learn you know what is what are languages in technology how the website should function what the UI or UX should be like and i spent a lot of time researching developers programmers who would be the right person to build the site and that's how you know i i decided to outsource it because i thought that would be better than me struggling with it on my own so that was one challenge that we faced and then another challenge was uh, for me setting up delivery chef as a new business so this business idea never existed in india nobody knew what ordering food online was people ordered 
people were used to traveling travel online which meant you know booking flight tickets booking uh, hotel reservations online but online food ordering had never come up in india so when i went to restaurant owners they were very skeptical they wondered whether people would actually use the internet to order food for delivery you know so convincing them educating them that online you know people ordered food online in western countries in the us in europe uh, that this trend would catch on in india as well was quite a challenge i actually had to visit restaurant owners personally two to three times show them the website you know explain to them how the market evolved in the us and in europe before they actually agreed and signed up to the platform Wow, what a story that you've just shared and I can totally see that. I mean, ha- introducing something which is totally totally um new to a to a country. I mean, in, in general, I mean, to, I can totally imagine that when you bring in some bring up an idea that is not really common or that is not really existing in one in that area and I could imagine the resistance of the people because they don't know it but like what you said you try you educate the people you educate the restaurants and now they're open to it and that's what that's a that's a big lesson for our listeners out there because if you have an idea that you are passionate about and you know that it will be valuable you know that it will be helpful for people educate them don't give up on it educate people let them know that this is if it is new to them then educate them make them aware that it is existing it is possible and well, i love that story and look at now you have i mean uh, delivery chef is like is on 700 plus stores already and because of uh, i did persistence with, with it and in educating and turning those yeses those noes into yeses so what a great um, um story and what a great lesson that you've shared here. so thank you for sharing that Now let's uh, switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create that work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So, in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and What are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships and your business? So in some ways, you know, I feel taking time off actually is more productive for the business because if you're involved in the business operationally on a day-to-day basis, you're constantly in it, you know. But when you actually take time off, you get to look at it from a broader perspective, from a 30,000 foot view. and that's when you are able to analyze better strategize better better and think of ideas so taking holidays planning vacations things like that really help now if you're like me and passionate about your business you're never going to be able to turn off completely it's always going to be running in your mind no matter where you are even if you're vacationing in greece or in hawaii you're still going to be thinking about ideas for your business and work but it's still very productive to be away from the day to day operations and in terms of health i would you know i take one hour out every day to go to the gym to work out because that's what keeps me energetic that's what keeps me you know enthusiastic passionate and going on the business so i would definitely say you know you should take that time out for your health which you need you should take that time out to spend with your family to travel with them to vacation with them because if even if you want to work 365 days a year and 24/7 that family time actually is more productive for your work 
Wow, great tips there. And I love your perspective on this life-work balance that sometimes we call it as a myth for entrepreneurs because we are so driven and passionate about what we're doing that sometimes it's no longer work for us. But you are exactly. absolutely right with that. We really have to make time for those that other priorities in our life. We have our business, we have our family, we have ourselves to take care of as well. And I am so uh, on board with you, be really taking care of ourselves first, because I believe that our health is one of our greatest investment. And without it, we won't be able to build this business in the first place. So take those tips that Aditi just shared with us first uh, is to take time off as much as you can, because that will make you even more productive. And I totally resonate with you with that one. And plan the holidays, plan those vacations with your family so you can spend time not only with yourself, but with your family. And this is here's the third one that you've shared is to take one hour a day to go to the gym. You know what? Workout is really important because it not only energizes you, but it keeps you productive for it. Because when you are energized, you are more productive. And not only that, it will help you keep stay fit mentally and physically. And, you know, being a nurse myself, I have seen so many people suffer as a result of not taking their health as a priority. So it's really important, especially for us entrepreneurs who are really driven with our work, that we have to take care of ourselves first so we will be able to take care of other people by doing our business. So thank you for your tips on this life-work balance that our listeners can uh, learn from. That were huge takeaways there. All right, now let's talk about... Yes, thank you. Now let's talk about success and what success means to you. You know, your business appears to be financially doing quite well and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? So for me, success means achieving my goals. When I started out, when I started Delivery Chef, my goal was to make ordering food easy for customers, to make food available, good food available at just a click of a button to hungry food. I see that customer satisfied when I see people using my service again and again, when I see them happy with the food that they get and finding the service convenient, that's when I feel that, okay, Delivery Chef is now successful. Wow, I I love your definition of success and your perspective on success because you are you're right. When we see when we know that that people are happy with what we're putting out there, that's what is fulfilling. That's what's gratifying for us as a business owner. So when you know that you are providing the best, excellent customer service out there, when you know that people are happy with what you're doing, what you are putting out there, that's the essence of success. And to me, it's the same way. So thank you for sharing that. Now I'd like you to talk more about the your the delivery shop maybe you can you can tell our our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with uh, your your product or with your service so delivery chef.in is actually india's fastest most convenient and most cost effective way of ordering food through delivery chef any customer can order food from any restaurant for delivery uh, they can find the restaurants that serve their location 
they can view the menus they can you know get benefits such as various offers and discounts on the food that they order and they can get good food to their doorstep with just a few clicks all right so this is available throughout india right uh through more in most of the uh, big metro cities in india all right okay and you said it's almost about 700 uh, already 700 restaurants yeah. 700 restaurants wow so for our uh, our um, uh, listeners out there in india check out their uh, the, the service the, the uh, delivery chef that i am that india and to make the check on this delivery options that you you can order actually food from the 700 restaurants that is so exciting I mean, talk about convenience and uh, not only that, but I mean, if you can get the, make them available and uh, from all of these choices that you can get, so 700 restaurants to choose from, that is amazing. So thank you for sharing that. All right, so let's talk about one of the highlights of our show and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So Take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? So my first tip, you know, would be going back to the strengths is build your team before you, you know, start a business, build your team, because without a team, there is no business, you know, without the team, there's just you and there's just you doing whatever you can. But if you fall sick, if you go on vacation, then there is no business. You know? So step, the first thing I would tell anybody is build a team, find one person, two people, three people that you can work well together with get to know them well spend time with them because once you take them as your team in your business it's like getting into a marriage so you need to be very sure of the team that you build and very confident of their capabilities before um, getting them on board so that would be step number one uh, step number two would be launch with a minimum viable product so don't wait till everything is perfect for example if you're opening a store don't wait until everything is perfect to open. Open when you have basic, you know, the basic stuff ready so that people can walk in. Customers can give you real feedback, real suggestions, real ideas. That's how you'd know what the market wants and you'd be able to build yourself as per the demand. So these actually are the top two things, you know, that I feel are more important than any other when you're starting out a new business. Wow, great uh, tips there that you've just shared. And let me just summarize that one again for our listeners. So the first one is to build your team even before starting your business. Find those two to three people, find those partners that can help you um, build this business and then, and then expand it or grow it. And then the second is to launch with a minimum viable product. I mean, I love that concept because you are absolutely right. Put, you know, when you can have this idea, put it out there because it's going to do two things. First, you're going to have, um, 
you're going to get feedback from your customers. You're going to know whether this idea that you are, that you want to put out there is a viable business. It, it, are people receptive to it? What are their feedback? What are they saying about it? And then you will know. I mean, you will know if they if are going to continue with this or not. So it's really important to get your idea out there. Get it tested. Get some feedback from your customers. Wow. Here's takeaways there for our listeners to learn from. So thank you for sharing those. Now, entrepreneurs, um, we use a lot of resource or tool or app that in our business. So what's one of your favorite that you can share our listeners with that is radically changing the way you do business? So for me, uh, what is relevant to my business is, uh, you know, I follow a lot of social media marketing blogs like Kissmetrics, like HubSpot, because they tell me how to reach out to my customers. Uh, social media is an important part for an e-commerce business. But I would say that, you know, this is just specific to me, but more relevant in the broader uh, scheme of things would be to follow updates in your industry. See who are the leading publications, who put out, you know, content, good content in your industry. Maybe find them on Twitter. Maybe join your local entrepreneurship groups. Uh, like in India, we have Thai, we have Startup Leadership Program, you know, we have a bunch of programs. And in the US, you have tons of networking groups and forums that you can actually become a part of. These are of real value because here you meet fellow entrepreneurs who can who share your problems, who could be in the same place that you are, who you can talk to, get advice from and talk through situations they've already been through maybe that you are in now. So that I feel is your biggest resource. Yes, totally echo with that what you said about using social media, leveraging that one and uh, the networking groups being on uh, forums or networking groups within your industry, even outside of your industry, because that would widen your perspective as well. But it's really huge to to be on these networking groups, people that are moving or are in the same industry as you are or that are moving in the same direction as you because you learn from each other. And not only that, you can support each other on in your journey as an entrepreneur. So for our listeners out there, the re- these resources that uh, Aditi just shared, it's worth really checking it out. So the social media, of course, and a lot of these networking groups, whatever, wherever you are, gonna, whether that be local or whether it be on online, there are a lot of resources out there that, that we can tap into. Now, Aditi, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? So honestly, I am not, uh, you know, more than books, I prefer meeting people, interacting with people and learning from people who have been through the other situations, because that way, you know, I, I find it more customized to myself. So I'm not the best person to recommend books. Well, meeting people, I mean, in person, that's a great way of learning from other people. I echo that. I mean, I, if there's, and I mean, between, I mean, versus uh, reading just a book, I mean, there is not, not much so, there's not so much um, uh, better than uh, meeting people and talking to them and, you know, learning from their experience, for example, learning from uh, being inspired by what they do. So, yes, absolutely. That's not to say books are not valuable. They definitely are. Um, but every industry has different books that are relevant to them. So I think meeting people from your industry is definitely 
you know, a great idea. Yes, absolutely. Echo that. All right, Aditi, in my mind, you are a superhero or shall I say superheroine because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you are a superhero, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone you admire and look up to. Um, you know, that I'll stick to a superhero since that was, you know, the first thing that came to my mind when you asked the question. Um, I've always been a very uh, big fan of Captain Planet, you know, uh, who's always doing good for the people, trying to use the natural elements to save the people, uh, resources that already exist, you know, things that are natural to our world to save the world. So yeah. that I is, you know, uh, something that I like to do. So with Delivery Chef, what I'm doing is not building anything new. All the restaurants already exist in, uh, in you know, these cities. Already all the customers, hungry customers exist. What I'm doing is just building a marketplace to connect the customers to the restaurants. So in a way, I identify with them. Yes, well, I totally see that. Wow, yeah, it really represents, your business model really represents, uh, this, it really symbolizes what Captain Planet symbolizes out there. Wow, I love that. All right, tell our listeners what's the best way that they can connect with you and kind of watch how you grow and succeeding more so that they can serve as an example of our own efforts and so we all can be more than we are today. Um, the best way to connect with me is on Twitter. I am Aditi V. Kapoor, A-D-I-T-I-V-K-A-P-U-R on Twitter. Uh, so that's where you find me most often. And, uh, you know, to follow Delivery Chef and how we're doing, our blog is one of the best, uh, you know, mediums for that. So it's www.deliverychef.in slash B-L-O-G blog. All right. So that's deliverychef.in slash uh forward slash blog and i highly recommend our listeners especially if you're local in india to really check this delivery chef uh this the service this product that aditi is putting out there and uh, if you are within those areas that they are delivering food uh, from this uh, 700 restaurants check them out um, try them out um, so you can just go to delivery chef that I am and to check those um, the products and, and this delivery options that you can you can have or you can check on and for the on Twitter as well from can they go to your social media profiles from delivery chef that I am uh, no I think that they'll get the company's social media profiles but Twitter I, I just you know spelled out my handle and on email I'm aditi at deliverychef.in all right, so his Twitter handle is Aditi Kapoor, at Aditi Kapoor, and... Aditi V. Kapoor, V for victory in between. Oh, okay. E-D-E <laughs> Kapoor, okay. And then uh, Aditi at Delivery Chef, that I am. All right, I'm going to have this uh, links and the resources on our show notes today. So for our listeners out there who weren't able to jot those down, I'm going to have this... Uh, resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast to be available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Aditi Kapoor or just type in her name Aditi Kapoor on the search bar and it will find it for you. So if you weren't able to get those links, I'm going to have them on the show notes. So Aditi, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiration inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. 
women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you, Marie, for having me over. I had a really great time and I hope I was of some use and some help to your listeners. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iPhone apps that these high-achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.